Hey everybody and welcome to Where the Fuck of the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we watch and review a movie, but not before we babble for 15 minutes and then take a break. I'm Mantis and I liked Josh Peck better when he was fat like me. And I'm Brianna and Mermaid Man is big dick energy. <laughs> and today we're going to be reviewing Guest House. Not to be confused with the 1995 American classic House Guest starring Sinbad, Guest House was written and directed by Sam Macaroni and the guy that directed Boondock Saints. It stars Amy Teagarden, Mike Castle, and Polly Shore, and also Steve-O is on the poster too, because why not? Uh, but before we get into it, we're going to talk a little bit about our expectations for the film, some fun facts we learned while researching, and get into a little bit of movie news. Brianna, throw me the tea. The tea this past week was, I know for all the women out there, was quite exciting, but also a sensitive area for uh, Hollywood and, and women in Hollywood. But Chris Evans, a.k.a. Captain America accidentally let his dick pic slip on Instagram. Okay, so I heard about this, but I didn't know if it was true or not. Okay, well, it's not confirmed whether it's his dick or not. Why would a man have a picture of another man's dick on their phone? I'm not judging. I'm just wondering. Yeah. I would say I'm strongly on the side of it's his. Did you see it? Of course. Of course I did. Of course I went on the Google. Well, is it a is it a nice dick? I was actually pretty impressed. I didn't think he okay. was packing like a ton of heat, but I also didn't think he was packing like. Well, I mean, if he's taking a picture a of it, it's it's got to be chubbed up. You know what I mean? He's not just taking a pic of his flaccid ass cock. Like, it's definitely got some no, chub to it. We already talked about you don't send flaccid penises. For yeah, dick no, pics. you don't do that. You send ch- you chub shots. So that's a special thing. So if it wasn't fully hard, it was definitely chubbed up, but. If you're so you're it was good size though, regardless. Good for Chris Evans. Good for Chris Evans. Yeah, you know, I mean I was I was happy for him, but then it brought up like short like, oh well, you know, if he was a woman it would be totally different and like we would have why is no one giving attention to women that this happens to? And then it was like, That's great and all I'm glad we saw Chris Evans' penis and but then it went into a lot of other political things, which I get. I get. It's not really the time or place for Chris Evans' penises to be revealed, but it's not like he did it on purpose. He's very careful about what he posts on social media. Well, if you got a big ass dick, flash that shit around. That's the camp I'm in. You can definitely tell it was just like him being like old and not realizing that <sighs> that would happen. That's a because bummer. Because it was like a screen recording. And like, why would you post a screen recording on Instagram? But that, yeah, it was just like, oh, it was weird. Oh, good job, anyway. Boomer Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much like really what you can explain it as do you want me to come over and set up your roku bro <laughs> he probably doesn't even know what that is oh, he probably fuck. still has like i don't know well do you have any tea uh i don't that's have any not tea. penis related <laughs> no I, I don't know if it's necessarily tea but i did hear that borat 2 is confirmed like done shooting that's tea like they have finished shooting and it's it's coming out and I think that's fantastic news. I fucking love Sasha Baron Cohen, who also has another movie coming out called The Chicago 7, which I saw a trailer for that looks very interesting. And I think Sasha Baron Cohen's like a uh, pretty solid actor. So like outside the comedic roles that he does. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. But yeah, Borat 2. I mean, I loved Borat 1. I'm assuming a lot of other people listening to this liked Borat 1. If you didn't like Borat 1, I don't blame you. And, I, and yes, I'm calling it Borat 1. Because that's it is the first one out of the two now. So it is officially Borat 1. Uh, but yeah, super excited for that. Also, Brianna, the Doom, the Dune trailer, not Doom starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but Dune 
you you got any you you got any thoughts on that because I thought it looked fucking amazing. Timothy Chalamet looked crazy good, and then um, Josh Brolin's in it. Jason Jason Momoa, fucking Zendaya is in it. Oh, say hell yeah! And uh, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac looks awesome in that shit. I, I think it, it looks, looks super awesome cool. I didn't see the old Dune, but it looked it looks. I might have to watch it beforehand, but I've heard it's not great. And I, um, you know what? I didn't know what or who or where a Dune was until recently. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't really into like books when I was younger. Yeah, that's fair. It it shows, but I didn't know what that was. But as someone that is new to this whole Dune thing, I'm pretty jazzed. It looks great. I do have one other piece of movie news that I'd like to kind of talk to you about. It's not really movie news, but I saw a screenshot, okay? And it's of Mel Gibson in a new dark action comedy called Fat Man. The concept of the movie is that a neglected 12-year-old hires uh, a hitman to kill Santa after getting a lump of coal in his stocking. So Mel Gibson plays Santa and Walton Goggins, who's fucking awesome, plays the hitman. So my dilemma, Brianna, and what I want to talk to you about is I hate Mel Gibson and I hate what he stands for, but this movie looks good. And I think he might do a good job as like a shitty, dark action comedy Santa. So I'm kind of like torn. And you're basing this off of a screenshot. Well, I'm I'm basing it off the fact that Walton Goggins is a reputable actor and he's a solid person to have in a movie. And Mel Gibson in the screenshot looked good. The concept looks good. But I'm just like, well, I don't want to start liking things that Mel Gibson is... I don't want to be excited for things Mel Gibson's going to be in. That's the dilemma I'm in. I'm now excited for a movie that Mel Gibson is in. That's your dilemma? Yeah, I don't know where... I don't... I feel like... I feel bad about it. I'm like, do I hate Jews now? Do I... Do Am I a misogynist as well? Do I hate black people? All because I'm excited for this Mel Gibson movie. Yeah, but you're not excited for Mel Gibson as a person. You're excited for him as an actor. <laughs> you could separate the two and try not to uh, think about it. But that's tough to do. And if you can do that, God love you. Apparently the <clears throat> the rest of the world has, and Hollywood definitely has, because Mel Gibson is back in the public eye. We talked about this in our very first episode. Mel is back, and he is in the zeitgeist again, so you're not going to be able to get away from him. I digress, though. I digress, Brianna, unless you have anything to say on the Mel Gibson matter. Uh, well, you know, I'm not like a, I'm not excited or not excited that he's making a comeback. I'm not really a big Mel Gibson fan outside of like The Patriot. But again, that was him acting. I don't really know too much about his personal life other than like when he had like his Britney Spears meltdown and <laughs> when he said a lot of mean things. But you know what? We're kind of finding out more and more that people in the past said a lot of mean things and it wasn't just mel gibson yeah good point everyone's uh dirty laundry is kind of out now so well fuck it let's get to tonight's feature which is guest, guest house. house guest house guest house like i said earlier not to be confused with house guest starring sinbad which was a great movie as well there's also another movie called the guest house and when I looked at the synopsis and I looked at the photos, it looked a little bit like a porn. <laughs> was it from 2012? But I think it was about lesbians. I'm pretty sure lesbians. Yeah, yeah, I was kind yeah, of yeah, like, yeah. ooh, it was on Prime too. And I was like, ooh. So maybe go watch that too instead of this movie because this movie is probably going to suck. It has a 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. It has no Metacritic score. And it has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. But that's the audience score. 
and there's only two critic scores. So I don't know what the fuck is going on with this movie. The if the audience scores, I was looking through the reviews, and one of the reviews is this is just a good old comedy from back in the day. And I I don't know if that excites me at all. <laughs> that doesn't make me jacked up at all, Brianna. <laughs> tell me uh well, you t- know. tell me tell me tell me the main players in this movie. Give give me some give me some primetime players for this film here. I am actually excited to see my guy, Billy Zane. I loved him from Titanic and Zoolander. I know he was a bad guy in Titanic, but it makes you like kind of want him like ooh, a little bit more. Like, ooh, dangerous. Those are the only two movies I know Billy Zane from. Well, Lou Ferrigno Jr. and Sr. are both in this movie. Are you serious? I didn't see that. Yeah. I saw I saw Bobby Lee, and obviously Steve-O is on the fucking cover. Of the poster of the movie. Um, yeah, which, I mean, I don't know, with a, a bo- <laughs> booming cast of Lou Ferrigno Sr. and Jr. and Bobby <laughs> Lee, like, where would Steve-O fit in? Well, apparently not not a lot of places. Didn't you say that he wasn't, he wasn't promoting this movie on his Instagram at all? And it just came out, like, last week? <laughs> he was um, promoting his own movie that came out on his website. But, I mean... I don't, I don't know if that says anything about this movie, or maybe he was supposed to promote his movie. I mean, it is his own movie. I don't know. It just seems like a, it seems like a money laundering scheme. It seems like they hired a bunch of big name actors to slip them a, a big check for like the five minutes that they're about to do, and then they're just gonna flush all this actors, money there's through. There's no big name actors in this uh, movie. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'm taking Steve-O as a bit of Polly Shore. <laughs> But it's also this is written. 1995. This, first of all, it's written by Sam Macaroni. So you put some respect on this film, okay? And that's a real name, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Macaroni. But also, it was co-written by Sam Macaroni because Troy Duffy, who directed Boondock Saints, for some reason, also wrote this in this movie. Like I don't, I don't get that at all. Pretty much, I couldn't find anything interesting about this movie other than the cast and like anything about the director or the writers. Sam Macaroni himself is had quite a career of being a voice actor and like acting in like not a voice actor my bad he was he acted in over like a hundred short films i saw the short films a lot of short films he also he also wrote and directed those yes troy duffy had the boondock saints and then the sad boondock saints too (laughs) that's pretty much like really all he's done the third writer like don't even know but sam macaroni did i want to say it was him that did work on like john wick 3 but it was all like miscellaneous crew work right yeah it's like digital stuff uh the weirdest part is that we couldn't find any i mean the weirdest part is that there's no official rotten tomato score that's fucking bizarre but uh we looked in me and brianna looked into the just came out 10 days ago though but yeah 10 days is a long time in movie world well, we looked into the production company for this. We looked into the production company for this movie, and it's sketchy as shit. Go to the website. Well, what's it called, Brianna? What's the website? Like fat goats. It's <laughs> an animal. It's like empty squids or something like that. Go to the Wikipedia Swampy page for pants. for guest house. Look at the production company. Go to the about me section, and it looks like a missing persons poster. It's so fucking bizarre. You know who else is in this movie? That's super random. Who? Chris Kattan. That's. That's bizarre. All right, I, I am excited, this but is like a straight out of the '90s movie. <laughs> I couldn't be like less excited. Excited. I don't know how to explain it. This is going to be so weird. I think this is going to be a very interesting film. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it too much. 
Final expectations, Brianna, before we go watch this thing. Well, I mean, you just shared yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I am. With your excited, not excited feelings, I'm pretty much, this is not going to be great. No, I think I it's going to be a pile tell. of garbage. But I have, um, I have like a twinkle of hope for them. All right. Well, take, take us out, huh? The IMDb plot summary for Guesthouse is a newly engaged couple finds their home of their dreams and it quickly becomes a nightmare when their previous owner's friends continue squatting in their guesthouse. Ooh. It leads to a turf war that ultimately ruins their house, their marriage, and their lives. And our lives. But <laughs> that's not what <laughs> it's not what that said. <laughs> Brianna called this a knockoff of uh, a neighbor's ripoff earlier, so I think that it's probably going to be right up that alley. All right, let's go watch this fucking thing, huh? Let's do it. Let's open up our guest house. <laughs> Wish us luck. Bye. Bye. All right, Brianna, how's your cock feeling? <sighs> it's never felt more violated in its life. <laughs> <laughs> Please elaborate. That, I don't want to say it was the worst movie I've ever seen, but that has to have been (laughs) the worst movie I've seen in the past 10 years. I gotta, oh, oh. What are your (laughs) thoughts? It was bad. That was. (laughs) It was, it, it's, it's like if 2004 and 1987 had a baby, but the baby was like an undesirable and like you wanted to throw it in a dumpster. (laughs) I. (laughs) <laughs> I thought it was like some boomers like heard that the 90s were making like a resurgence so they called everyone that was cool in the 90s and they only got like five or six people to call them back and they were like let's make a movie but didn't research anything about like what's actually trending in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. It really didn't make any sense. There were so many boobs, first of all. So oh. that was like a, that was like a good thing. I, guess. I didn't even know. <laughs> I was like so surprised, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like my mouth actually dropped. I was like, "Boobs!" It was really like there was full on nudity on women's parts. Yeah, it was right out of two thousand three. Like it was, it was like just one of those old classic. Remember the quote I said in the beginning of the episode where I was like, "It's a good old movie from back in the day." Like, yeah. That's exactly what this fucking movie was. Like, if you're a fan of those, like, good old boy movies from, like, the early 2000s, which is nudity for no apparent reason, like, you're just, I guess this is for you. The weird, weird jokes, too. Weird dick jokes. A lot of dick jokes. (laughs) A lot of dick jokes. Why didn't they just kick him out, Brianna? (laughs) Why couldn't they just kick him out of the fucking house? This this movie could have been not a thing if they just kicked him out of the house. So the the concept of the movie is that this young couple moves into a house and for some reason Polly Shore is living in the guest house and the realtor is like, hey, it's fine, just buy the house and then you kick them out. And then like two years go by and this couple, who's not married by the way, and the girlfriend is a second grade teacher and they were able to buy a house with a guest house in LA, so whatever, but... Uh, that's besides the point. I digress. And Polly Shore and this guy become friends. They start smoking weed together out of dick bongs. Then they don't become friends anymore because they're mean to each other at some point. And then there's like a prank war and they go to jail a bunch of times. So that's like, that's, that's it. Like that's, that's, that's really it. They, but it didn't make any fucking sense. It was so fucking sporadic and jagged and just choppy. 
I, I, I <laughs> that's my first impression. Like I just, it was, it didn't make any fucking sense to me. There are a couple funny jokes. I mean, I shouldn't say a couple. I laughed. We were laughing, right, Brianna? There were some chuckles to be had. Absolutely. Absolutely chuckles to be had. But you can clearly tell that the director is used to making shorts. Oh, yeah. You can tell Sam Macaroni is the king of the shorts because literally the whole movie felt like five minutes of like clips that they put together and they were like, that was a movie. It had all the same people in it. <laughs> really the only thing that saved this movie was the cast not even like all of it only like some of it did like the really random people were the the true heroes let's just let's go right into the cast Ugh, let's start off with my least favorite person go for it i didn't even get her name because i hated her so much but she was the main character played by amy teagarden i think her name was like cindy or sarah sarah whatever she was a bitch i hated her there was blake her boyfriend he was pretty cool, I guess. He looked like he liked he liked to party, and I liked that about him. <laughs> then there was Polly Shore, who played. You know, you want to say it. Duncan. Polly Shore <laughs> played fucking Randy Cockfield, dumb bitch. Oh, Randy Cockfield, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stevo was actually like sort of important in it. He played Blake's boss. His name was Shred with two Ds. And for the record, uh, Polly Shore and Steve-O weren't awful. Like, they, it wasn't like, it wasn't great acting, but it wasn't bad acting. Yeah, I, I think um, that they, they were the they were better actors than the two main characters. I've never had a problem with Polly Shore's acting. I think it's more of his Mel Gibson-like lifestyle that he lives that people were like, oh, cringe. But he's fine. He still got it, if he even had it. <laughs> Well, he still got it, yeah. And then who else? Um, Billy Zane, my guy. My boy Billy Zane. Um, he was really funny in it, actually. He might have been the best actor in the whole movie. He was the most enjoyable to watch between him and his wife. I don't know if that's really his wife, but who played his wife? Yeah, they were funny. That they were they were a good couple. That was hilarious. There was Lou Ferrigno Jr. and Senior. Lou Ferrigno always get a smile out of me when I see Lou Ferrigno. I used to love him on King Queens. Shout out King Queen, shout out Doug Heffernan, and shout out Duncan from King Queens. <laughs> there was my Asian sister from another mister, Bobby Lee. <laughs> Brianna and Bobby Lee look exactly alike. Honestly, yeah, with the hair. <laughs> the only thing I'm missing is like a thicker mustache. <laughs> um, and then there was a random appearance by Chris Catan. Oh, that was funny. And he was we'll one in, of those I'll funny things. That. Yeah, I'll get into that. I'll get into that. Again, he was a 90s actor that was around when they called him. It was just, that was his thing. He was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. it uh, don't forget my guy, Ed, Be Ed Bassmaster. Oh, well, I didn't know who that was. <laughs> he was good. Yo, shout out. I don't know if it's Bassmaster or Bass Bassmaster. I'd say Shout out Ed Bass Bassmaster because he, he's funny as shit. If you don't know who that guy is, just look him up on Facebook. He does these funny ass videos. I can't really. I'm not going to explain it. And uh, just look him up. Yeah, and sully the sully his good name, but just look him up. He's funny. And who was that? It was that. It was was that all the characters pretty much. Uh, in terms of people that we want to shout out, besides like the main characters, yeah. Yeah, I think that the ancillary characters were definitely the best part of the movie. Yeah, they they really made it. They carried the whole movie because. Polly Shore couldn't do it by himself, and the lumps that played the 
boyfriend and girlfriend just weren't doing it for me. Sorry, I called you a lump. <laughs> what was your What was your favorite part? The female lump's parents, Billy Zane and Billy Zane's wife on the movie. <laughs> female lump. <laughs> yeah, the female lump's parents were hilarious, and they were like perfectly. Like, funny, but also, like, realistic. Like, you could picture your parents doing that. You'd be like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. But I think he did a great job. And it was nice to see Billy Zane, like, as someone funny. Because I don't remember him as anything funny. I mean, he was good in Zoolander. Yeah, but, like, he wasn't... He's a model. Like, he was just being himself. Probably not as dumb, but... Billy Zane's a personable guy. Um, Billy Zane's in Back to the Future, too. Is he? He's one of, like, Biff's friends. It, like, came to me when we were watching the movie. I was like, that's where else I know him. But he wasn't, he didn't really speak a lot in that, so. No, okay. What was your favorite part? Uh, so, as always, I have, like, two. <laughs> like, two, which means five. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to start right out the gate with the Chris Kattan sex scene. That was, like, a weird dry hump scene. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was fucking hysterical. Where Chris Kattan comes to the door as, like, an Amazon delivery driver. And he... <laughs> He gets pulled inside the house by a very horny main character, uh, female lump, <laughs> a very horny female lump. <laughs> and he's like, is this happening? Is this happening? And he's like rolling on the floor and he's like trying, he's trying to like rub his butt on her. And he's like, is this working for you? <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I feel like she was probably just laughing the entire time. <laughs> Well, how could you not? He was fucking, he was like, his voice was hilarious. And then then she was like, you gotta go. You gotta get out of here. And he starts like whining. He's like, no, I don't want to (laughs) leave. I don't want to go. I don't want to (laughs) go. And so that kind of just leads me into my next favorite part, which is really just like, like I said uh, throughout, like it's really just like those characters. It's those little those little moments where you get the side characters kind of doing their thing. And that's why this guy re- works really well in shorts. But as a whole movie, like, it just, it, it wasn't very cohesive. It didn't make a lot of sense. Um, oh, also the boobs. That was a good part of the movie. The, it's, it's two, so. There's so many boobies, and they were all different and special. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. Yeah. Any more favorite parts? Um, Not that I can think of. I feel like there was... I liked the part where Chris Kattan comes in. There's the part at the end, spoiler alert, where they get married and there's like this priest guy (laughs) thing. And he is the one that's like having them say their vows and everything. And he's just so funny. He's like, okay, you like, you can kiss the bride now or whatever. And he just has like all these like funny like comments to say like after they're saying like their vows and stuff. <laughs> and he like mispronounces their names. <laughs> Felipe, Felipe Espraza. I looked him up. He's, <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, that was a good part. All right. Now I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tread lightly. Uh, but what are your, what are your least favorite parts here? Because I'm going to feel like it's not just going to be one. No, I really didn't like the female lump. And (laughs) I I don't know what it was about her, but I enjoyed the fact that, like, everyone was telling her not to marry this guy, and she did it anyway. But she was, she bugged me. And then there was a part that kind of reminded me of Zombievers, and I had a little bit of a flashback. I didn't like that part. 
and other than that I just didn't like how it felt like a bunch of small clips that was like kind of confusing but that's really all okay. I have all right what about you well well <laughs> for me it's just overall that I just the movie sucked <laughs> like the overall movie was just bad it made no sense the couple was awful the jokes were misplaced a girlfriend and a boyfriend buying a house uh, with a guest house. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, a guest house and a full fucking pool. Yeah, a full ass pool like that shit. I would have cost like one point five million. Yeah, the characters were so weird. They had no motives. It just didn't make any goddamn sense. There were some jokes that were funny. The, there was some character work that was funny. Bobby Lee was good. Billy Zane was good. But just overall, I mean, and we're talking least favorite parts. It was the movie. <laughs> like, like it was just like well, that was my least favorite it. part yeah you, you know like it was i don't want to say the directing was bad but like it was so blasé and i think there was a lot of improv so that's that's cool not everyone can do improv if, as we learned earlier tonight i think Polly shore did a good good job and then like I, i'd like to see him in a more i'd like to see him maybe in like a dramatic comedy role you know what i mean like a dramedy role like a where Louis. he wouldn't just be playing like, himself yeah or maybe if he played himself but kind of like more true to his own like who he is instead of like the, the hopped up kind of uh Polly shore just like the the normal you know i've heard him on the joe rogan podcast and he sounds he just sounds like just a chill dude he's like yeah man like this that the other thing so i'd like to see him in a in something else maybe you just wheeze so bad are you okay <laughs> <laughs> i know it sounds like i have a, a kazoo stuck in my throat you sound like the little <laughs> penguin from toy story are you okay oh <laughs> uh, i took too many dabs today i heard that and i went "Ooh." <laughs> it's massachusetts narcs Fuck dabs off. of what you could have been taking i don't know dabs of pain or something <laughs> who knows <laughs> How many how how many how many popcorn bags are you giving this, Brianna? Well, you know, I don't want to be totally rude, but I'm gonna probably say ten. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good number. Just because Billy Zane and boobies, but other than that, that was its only its only stuff. So so you're giving it ten out of fifty popcorn bags. Yes. I'm going to give it a seven out of 50 popcorn bags okay okay and i've had that number in my head since like minute 30 when i realized there was no plot and this movie wasn't going anywhere and there was going to be no development and i was like this gets a seven i've seen like hallmark movies with better plots like that was that was a rough one goodness yeah you could put any disney movie up against this the only thing that save it is saves it is that if you like uh you know cringy humor or the whole movie Stuff was like just that. cringe. Would you recommend it? No. To anyone? No. Like, maybe if you're really, really high and, like, you know you're going to fall asleep and you turn it on anyway, like, maybe that. But only if you have to pay for it, fuck no. No. No, no, no. I feel bad that I, like, I almost want to, like, get a refund from Amazon. I definitely don't recommend this movie unless you're some old... Unless you want to know what a Polly Shore is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely don't go see this movie. It's it's not very good. Like, you don't want to be paying for this. But at the same time, if you're into that kind of, like, dumb old humor, like, I, if you're into it, go watch it. Like, that's I guess that's my only recommendation. No, if you're into it, just, yeah. Yeah, no. maybe no. Maybe no. <laughs> just say no. Just say no to Polly Shore and Guesthouse. Sorry. 
Go watch Biodome or Encino Man. He's great in those. Yeah, that's a good point. What else you watched this week? You... Well, speaking of boobies, I watched Role Models with Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott. That's a good movie. And it's a movie I hadn't seen in probably three years, so it was enjoyable yet again. And I love the boobies. I love the LARPing when they play Kiss. That's like just a solid movie. Did you watch anything? I watched Doom Patrol. What did you watch? Doom Patrol? Paw Patrol? No. <laughs> Doom Patrol starring Brendan Fraser. Oh. Yeah, it's very good. It's on HBO Max. It was not what I was, what I was expecting. If you like The Boys, I think this would be right up your alley. Okay. It just got renewed for season three. There's like 15 episodes in season one, so I'm going to put that down. I'm on episode like three right now. But that's a solid show, so I I, uh, I recommend that to anyone. I also watched Lovecraft Nation. Okay, that's also on HBO Max. Yes, it is also on HBO Max, but it's a good show. I also recommend it. I only watched the first episode so far, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going. See, that movie or that show I could wait. Why? Until it all comes out? Well, it just came out like I want to I don't like to watch only like one season of something unless I didn't know. Maybe I'll hold my recommendation until uh, I'll just look like a fool if it's trash. You've watched one episode, right? Yeah, one episode. It looks good. Like it looks like something that's like, ooh, this is new. We haven't seen this in a while. And I also got it confused with Wild Wild Country, the one about the cult. <laughs> and I went, oh, are they making a new show about this? And then I went, oh, that's not the same thing. But Lovecraft Country is on the list. Role models, Doom Patrol. Those are our recommendations. Uh, Maybe this Lovecraft week. Country. Maybe Lovecraft Country, but definitely don't go watch Guest House. No. But maybe go watch House Guest with Sinbad. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. That's a good movie. You should watch that. I've watched First Kid. <laughs> go watch House Guest and let me know what you think. Is it free? Probably. I don't know. We'll look it up after. That's a big thing for me. You know, maybe if if uh, if anybody's got any recommendations for us, they wanna they wanna hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, we have a Discord community. That I've been pumping. I want people to come and share their movie trailers and movie news and movie information with me. I think that would be enjoyable. Get in our community. Be our friends. I need friends. Brandon needs friends. I don't need friends because I don't want them. <laughs> I, I want friends. I actually, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind a few. Come talk to us. Come talk to us because Brianna still doesn't know how to use Discord. So it's like a whole new world for her. <laughs> please come, please. Please come. come. Please give money. Money me. Money, please. Please. Please don't go. Please love us. <laughs> Have you watched any Parks and Recreation yet? No, I feel like I'm just, I've missed the boat and I'm just not coming back for me. It's just on the other side of the world. Ugh, you're, you're, you're disgusting. What are we watching next week? Oh, what are we watching next week? The Devil All the Time, starring Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson and probably some Ooh. other people, but those are the only people I remember. Yeah, buddy. I'm so excited. I hope this is good. I'm not listening to any of the critics. I'm not listening to any of the reviews. want to go in blind because I want to make up my own mind, like I do every time we do this motherfucker. I didn't read any fucking reviews for Guest House. I just knew it was going to be a shitty movie, and I was right because I'm a movie genius. There were no reviews. <laughs> There were no reviews at. That's that's a good point. Well, after I judged First Cow so hard, I was like trying to be more optimistic and like less negative at the beginning of the movie. So I had like a little bit of hope for Guest House, but not much. All right, girl, you wanna you wanna take us out, or you want me to take us out? I don't know. 
you're the you're the man i think you should take us out i took us out last week like you didn't even buy me dinner <laughs> you just yeah. you made us get like coffee <laughs> i'm a cheap date ladies and gentlemen on that note we will leave you in the dust thank you very much for listening tune in next week every wednesday at 11 a.m we drop a new episode hit us up on twitter instagram brown do we have a facebook doesn't matter look for us on facebook we do have a facebook but don't look for us youtube don't look for us either because i think we have a youtube but it's not set up discord come hang out with us on discord talk to us anywhere our youtube's not set up yeah okay but don't leave one star reviews that say not for me that's lame hit me up <laughs> hit me up in the dms don't put it on my fucking apple podcast that's lame as shit bro <laughs> so so we'll see you next week everybody peace love prosperity bye bye little chicken peace